Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Hi-o. 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 So you were saying before, uh, right before we got we on air, recording. Yeah, I, I was. I'm on the drive over here tonight, and uh, "Murder on My Mind" was was on in the car, and I thought of you. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Well, I mean, I do frequently have murder on my mind, especially driving. Um, Oof. And I figured out. I actually figured out what it is. I've got a theory about uh, road rage. Actually, so you know when somebody's performing some manual task and you're watching them, um, like some asshole that doesn't know how to type is trying to type on a keyboard and they're fucking it up and you're just like, hey, just get out of the way, let me do that. Yeah. That's the same feeling you have when you're driving, but you can't do anything. I can't jump into somebody else's car and show them how to merge. So it's just pure anger and frustration. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's listening to people chew or drink loudly. Really? Yeah, that's what really sets me the fuck off. The driving thing, I feel like I've got my, my fuck off face like mastered down to an art form. So I feel I feel all right in that, like the road uh, the road rage um, or road rage, either one. Um, either way, road rage uh, for me living in L.A. for fucking eighty years, you know, it's impossible to get road rage anymore because you're moving like three inches at a time. And when you live in a town of like two hundred fifty thousand people, it's great. So you're like, ah, uh, the traffic doesn't seem like anything anymore. But listening to people chew. Or drinking really grinds my ball sack down a cheese grater, you know? No, I get it for sure. That's one of the things. Uh, for those of you who have been in a relationship, like you know, when you're in a relationship and things start to go sour, and all the cute little fucking idiosyncrasies you thought were were great in the in the beginning start to like wear on you, chewing and 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 smacking gum and shit like that has got to be one of the first things that turns. Uh, that's why Easily. I've got this, like shitting I with the door open. Oh well, I mean that's fine. If she does I it, I don't actually mind that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. No, it's gross. Don't, do that. <laughs> don't shit with me in the room either. I mean, that's I don't know why anybody would want to do that. No, I don't either. Here, here's the thing with that: everything you've ever smelled, you've also tasted because that's how smell works. Really? So yeah. I mean, smell works because of the your taste buds. That's God, how you're smelling. Man, I didn't, I didn't even want to know that today. I had food poisoning earlier this morning. <laughs> oh, shit. It was a mess. What I was smelling, I wanted no one in the history of man to smell, even my worst well, that, enemies. Yeah, that's the thing. So why would, uh, why would I want to walk in and taste your feces? No, I, I look, I, I get it, man. Um, you know, reminds me of that, that Vegas Golden Knights game the other night. I felt like oh, I had God. tasted someone else's feces watching that game seven against san jose wow man what the fuck happened there have you ever seen anything like that in your life i've i I haven't i've never seen a four goal turnaround that fast ever no in in four minutes i mean first of all they shouldn't have called a five minute major like there's no fucking way in hell i i don't think you do that in the third period and i i didn't I I didn't think the hit was that that bad to warrant a five minute major do you no, I mean the NFL or the NFL, the NHL agrees with you. They fucking apologized, said the call was fucked up. So obviously it wasn't a good call. Not only was it not a good call, but unless something is like severe and egregious at that point in the game, you can't fucking make that call, man. You can't make a call that's going to change the outcome of the game unless it's. I mean, that, like look at the NBA playoffs. They they get away with a lot more 
uh, in the playoffs than they ever do during the regular season. We're seeing some of that in this Warriors uh, Rocket series too. Yeah, that you know to go back to that Vegas Golden Knights series because I we lost on that one and uh, oh, yeah. that one hurts. That one hurts. Um, that they got Saints. When I was talking to you during that game, I was like, man, they got Saints. Like. That's the worst yep. call that, that completely affected a series for a team that could go to the championship, that could compete since, for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, since last year, for sure, since the Saints. That's probably the worst call in the playoffs. I mean, it's maybe not worst, uh, but more, most impactful. Although that Saints call might be one of the worst calls I've ever seen in any sport ever. Both, man. I'll, I'll say onesie twosies on it just, just because of the outcome. I mean, the, the fact that they sat out the referee for the, you know, the next two playoff games – Tells you, you know, the NHL knows everybody fucked up. And uh, yeah. Vegas was a fan favorite. You know, they're a fucking blast to watch. The, you know, the other one that was shocking, because there was three game sevens last week, which was the, the most wonderful time of all time, along with the NFL draft. And yeah. uh, I was really shocked that Carolina came back and pulled that out in overtime. That was a nice thing, Dan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, I, pi- I picked them in the Stanley Cups against Vegas Golden Knights. So once the Knights went down, I had to fucking, I had to redeem myself. So luckily they snuck through. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was surprised to see the Capitals go out. Although, uh, you know, Carolina seemed hungry in that series, and and the Caps didn't. Uh, Ovechkin didn't really do a whole lot. Um, Backstrom kind of did everything in that series for them, which isn't. I mean, if you have a one and two punch like that, if if two step it up, that's fine. But one's got to do something, man. And uh, he didn't really do much except for fucking put some guy in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it, look, that's gonna that's gonna put your team right in the fucking shitter, bro. The shitter, Ovechkin. I think he had a hangover too from last year. Nobody partied, partied harder than that fucking dude after he won the Stanley Cup. So you know he's fine to sit out of here. Plus, what is he? He's got to be what thirty six, thirty seven. Um, that is a good question. I don't he's got to be getting he's, up he's there. His, he's definitely in his mid thirties. Yeah. Uh, either way, man, I, it's a, it's fun watching him play. He'll be back next year. They'll be fine. Now, yeah. all of my hopes and dreams are pinned to Carolina. So we'll see what happens. They're up two zero in their series right now, which is rad. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're uh, hopefully they'll keep going. Because I'm going to be there in North Carolina with you in a couple of weeks. And yeah. We're still playing then, and they have a home game because we'll go to that fucking game. I know. It's, we in, it's go, in Raleigh. It's right down the road, man. I'm, so, I'm yeah, stoked. Yeah. For, for the fans out there, we were going to go to a, a Spurs playoff game here, but they got shithoused. They got fucking rocked the other night. They, yeah, they so did. And I'll be with you in San Antoine tomorrow night uh, raging oh, yeah. our, our dicks off. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I want to get into this NFL draft, but first, Anthony, we got some sponsors to put this whole shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, you know what, man? I was I was gonna say Black Rifle Coffee. We all know about the magic of Black Rifle Coffee at this point. How great they are. Uh, the the pay as you go uh, type of deal per month. The subscription of the month club, you know, which is nice. Credit card just gets charged right before they ship it to you. Promo code SPORTS for 20% off, and that's great. But more importantly, after three fucking years, Matt Best Book is on pre-sale on Amazon and worldwide. Holy fucking shit, man. That was three years, almost three years ago to the day when we started writing that. And uh, man, the 17 months of the Department of Defense, everything. So it's called Thank You for My Service. 
It is it is available on pre-sale right now. Buy the hardcover because that's what's going to get us on the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, they've got a special hardcover list, and that's the easiest uh, and best way to do it. So please uh, just go and buy one hardcover. Just pre-sales are important. Just just buy one, and then we're good to go. I won't bother you about it anymore. Uh, but it's fucking hilarious, man, and it's it's a it's a groundbreaking book. Nobody's ever tackled um, military with this type of humor. It's it's in the vein of like Deadpool, but it's all like true stories. So um, it's a fucking blast. So go out and pre-order it now. Next up, D'Anthony. We're talking about mybookie.com. Yeah. Um, I will say this, Dan. They, they did hit us up and they went to have a conversation uh, a week from tomorrow. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, I mean, I know we've been killing them. So they may actually, it, it might be like one of those Italian movies where they're going to invite us out to dinner and then somebody's going to walk up behind us and fucking ace us in the back of the head. Hopefully it's not that. Although, you know, my, 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 you know, soul has been dead for, for a long time, for now. a long time. We've, so, we've killed them this year. Uh, yeah. those game sevens were, were fucking brutal last week, but, uh, yeah, whatever. We got one out of three, I guess it, that game sevens yeah. are tough. Um, but yeah, mybookie.com, man, doubling deposits from 100 all the way to 3,000. My big bet over the weekend was uh, I took this, the, the Warriors, um, that Warriors game, and I took Houston plus the points. They were getting a lot of fucking points, man. And I couldn't, it was six and a half. I was really surprised by that. I was surprised the Warriors also won. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that uh, in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to mybookie.com, promo code. Drinking Bros doubles your deposits from 100 all the way to 3,000. Bet with us or against us before they pull us off their sites. Last but not least, talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. We're doing a lot of big stuff with Ghostbed coming up in the future, and uh, we're excited, man. I Look, I love these goddamn mattresses. Um, I love the pillows. I love the adjustable bases, the, the, the sheets. If you were military or first responder, there is a permanent 15% discount. Dude, and when you're using that on a mattress, that's a big savings, especially when it's a pay-as-you-go program, uh, no interest for 36 months. You can pay off a goddamn bed in three years if you want, which is incredible, man. Uh, We love ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Go there now, dude. If you're a regular civilian like myself, they've also got a shit ton of deals. That Ghost Lux mattress, $200 off right now and free pillows. Do it, do it, do it. Fuck a prosty in it and let us know about it. We want to have a call-in show. Remember we were talking about that earlier, having a 1-800 yeah, number? Yeah, I think I, we're definitely going to get a 1-800 number uh, sometime soon, probably in the next month or so. And then uh, in addition to that, we're going to do some themed call-in shows, and one of them is going to be about your best ghost bed stories. If you're one of those people out there, and we know you're out there because – they report back to us how many of you guys have actually bought these things, and it's a ton of people. I want to hear your most fucked up sex stories for ghost beds, like on a ghost bed. I want to hear it. I was, I was, I was talking to them the other day on the phone, man, and they said uh, somebody called in that their dog had ate their bed and posted a picture of it, and ghost beds sent them a new one. I'm not surprised by that. Ghost bed is like the Chick Fil A of mattress companies. I know, I know. Big fan of those guys, man. Uh, again, doing some big things with them in the future. Proud to have them as a sponsor. Oh, and you can buy ghost beds on Sunday, though, by the way. So it's not exactly like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh, look, Chick-fil-A, that, they only have one weakness. And that's, that's you can't order on Sunday. Like, it's closed on Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's God's chicken, right? They're making chicken for God that day. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. 
Um, I'm going to talk about this Warriors game yesterday. I bet it. There was there was a brief period of time where I felt confident the entire game, especially going into halftime. It was tied up. Uh, it was a lot of points. I took Houston. I, I wasn't sure about those injuries to Curry or Clay Thompson. Both of them ended up playing. Draymond Green, man, who I've been down on all year, had a lights out game. He was incredible in that. And Durant has been playing yeah. out of his fucking mind this entire playoffs, man. And it's been a joy to watch. But the one thing that overshadowed the game was these fucking non-foul calls on James Harden. What's your stance on these? Um, I mean, if you design your game as a jump shooter around drawing contact, I think that's uh, that that is what it is. I mean, it, it's a it's a style. The problem with it is is that the uh, competition committee for the NBA comes up with certain rules. And they enforce them the way they're supposed to be enforced. So here's the here's the problem from Houston's point of view, is that those kind of calls were made all season, but they're not being made in the playoffs. But in what playoffs have more challenging defensive plays and more rough or rougher defense not been the status quo? It's always like that. They always let them play in the in the playoffs. And and the other issue I see with Harden in particular. And you saw it on that last, not the last play of the game, but that last three-point shot that he took. Um, the defender did jump forward a little bit and landed in his landing zone, but Harden jumped forward as well. And I've, I've been listening to a lot of ESPN guys over the last couple of days. Not that they're necessarily the most uh, you know, knowledgeable on the subject. I think there's some, more, the, some better basketball minds out there, but the guys who actually played the game, like Paul Pierce, for example, said the defender is entitled to some space at some point. Like if, if Harden jumps up from 28 feet and he lands at 23 feet where the goddamn uh, three-point line is, that, that's a lot of distance, man. If you, if you look at the replay for that last shot he took, if the defender had jumped straight up and down, he still would have landed where Harden land, landed because he jumped forward so much. To me, you can't call a foul on that. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, when I was watching the game, it, it appears as if Harden is also jumping into these people, and so is Chris Paul. Now, I, I think there was a couple times where it looked like the defender leaned into them, but, it, you know, when they when they showed that line, I think it was Steve Javi, uh, that, that retired referee who's working the NBA playoffs, when he showed that line yeah. on the court from where Harden's jumping from versus where these defenders are jumping from, what are you going to do at that point? Um, I've never seen me personally, I've never seen a three pointer, a three point shooter jump from that far out into, you know, towards the line into a defender like that. If you watch Steph Curry shoot, if you watch Steph Curry shoot threes, right? Simple, quick pop, boom, he's out of there. Durant, quick pop, boom, he's out of there. Clay Thompson, quick pop, boom, he's out of there. The only person I can really remember three point shooting wise who did shit like James Harden did was Reggie Miller. That's the yeah, only he would one. kick his legs out on pretty much every fucking shot. Every shot. And that's what it seemed like James Harden was doing. And then his presser after the game was, you know, I just want a fair shake and I'm not being treated fairly. It's like, motherfucker, you're the reigning MVP. Yes, you are being treated fairly. Uh, stop jumping into people. Get your shot off and get the fuck out of there. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, if that changes or they try to get in his head even more in game two. Um, I think... Here's the problem with that. Like, if if I'm Draymond Green, I want to get in his head, but if I'm uh, if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm like, hey, look, just play the same exact game you just played. Like, do what you do, but keep your fucking mouth shut because 
if Draymond starts talking shit, then the refs are going to have to respond to it. Like it's like that. It's like uh, if you're speeding on the highway and you go past a cop, don't tap your brakes. Any cop, all you all you police officers out there, that's like a fucking. I don't know if you guys, if Ross, if you've ever heard this before. Yeah. If, any, if you guys have ever heard this, it's like uh, you know, look. Let's all pretend like it didn't happen. I don't feel like chasing you and doing the paperwork, but if you start tapping your brakes and slowing down real fast, then I have to go pull you over. If you're Dream on Green, play your same game, challenge him defensively, but don't fucking talk shit. Talk shit to everybody else in the court. Talk shit to Clint Capella. Talk shit to everybody, but not James Harden. That's what that's what I say about that. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, I saw that tech coming a mile away when he got it, and I wasn't surprised. Oh, yeah. He seems to always be surprised, but I wasn't surprised. I was like, man, you were an asshole to the referee. Of course you're getting a technical foul on that. So... Yeah, it is what and it, it is. You know, it's it's funny in the post in the post game conf- uh, press conference, uh, they were asking Draymond about uh, Harden's comments about being fouled. And he goes, "Look, I got fouled three times tonight uh, by James Harden while he was shooting. Yeah. So you know, don't don't come at me with that bullshit." And I I agree with him. That dude has made a living from uh, drawing contact, and that's good. He's fast. He's quick to the rim. Uh, a lot of a it lot of the girls you date are, are quick to the rim. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> I here's I explained to them that there are a ton of nerve endings in the ass. And by the way, today is fucking. There's you got one more day. This this airs Tuesday, right? Yeah, 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 man. They've they've. Oh look, my god, this, dude! You've got hours left. Hours left to get your 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 rimmers on, dude. Um, By the time this comes out, you're going to have about four hours of ass-eating season li- left. Don't let it go to waste, guys. Yeah. Go out Tuesday night, eat some ass before it gets too hot. You don't want to fucking miss it. You know the only brutal part about May 1st falling on a Tuesday is that it's Taco Tuesday in a lot of cities all over America. There could be some oh. unhappy ass-eaters. Uh, yeah. But look, it, it is the last day. It's like you know the end of hunting season. So use use your own, you know, uh, brain on this one like if she's got some some hot sauce underneath her fingernails you know she had a, a few tacos you know mid-afternoon maybe at lunch or in the cubicle so just be cautious is all i'm asking maybe bib up you know you don't want to get shit all over yourself so uh maybe wear a bib is, do they do they make bibs specifically for ass eating no but if you get one from red lobster it's kind of the same just tied a little tighter you know that plastic you know what we bib. should do we, we should we should make a drinking bros brand ass eating kit and it's a it's a whole cleaning it's like a douche so you can clean out their butthole a little bit and it's got have you seen those uh uh those you know, uh, we, it's we, not a, we actually had a sponsor for a while who did that it was uh grenadesoap.com oh yeah they had the uh the taint taint scrubber, scrubber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and that's right and it was, it was right in time for ass eating season so it does there exist it but i you know i'm thinking something happier like a spongebob you know type of thing and uh you know, if you dot it, obviously you got to wash it a little harder. But you know, it's always nice when you when you wipe and you come out uh, on brown. You know, I always like that joke from Parks and Rec where uh, uh, Chris Pratt he's at the doctor's office and he says, "No matter how much I wipe, there's still stuff." He's like, "It's like a it's like a marker." Yeah. It's sticking out of my butt, that, and there's just like a streak down the paper no matter how many times I wipe. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and there's a lot of women out there, so be careful on this last night of ass-eating season. What do you think of the NFL draft, Daniel? Um, well, I mean, there's one glaring pick. Kyler Murray. I'm sure. <laughs> n- well, no, I, we all knew that was going to happen. No, I'm, uh, I, the, the Daniel Jones pick, is that the one you're referring to? 
Yeah, that's Oof. that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. But you know, frankly, it, it doesn't make sense to me now. But didn't make sense to me then either. It, yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean now, like in present day. But two years from now, maybe it makes sense. I don't, I don't, I really don't know. Uh, like the Patriots drafted uh, Tom Brady, and nobody thought he would ever play a game in the NFL, and he's probably the best quarterback that we've ever seen at least you know he, he's put up the best numbers and won the most championships so yeah look it, it, uh, it is it, possible it, to get a great pick you know obviously later in the draft but at that point it's it's almost a coin toss the patriots have been able to do it better than anyone else in this league for the last 15 years somehow i mean fuck all of their guys are no-name guys who uh eventually become these weird superstars within that team and it's it's like a group of mayans building a fucking pyramid on that goddamn team they all work together nobody says anything and then all of a sudden boom at the end of the day the task is done and they won another super bowl uh this year i was surprised that they actually stayed in the first round because they usually trade out of it uh they stayed in the first round and they got a big name receiver i like that Nikhil harry pickup from from arizona state that guy's a big guy who could become a superstar that was like one of the, the few times the Patriots that I can remember in the last few years where they picked and I actually looked up and I was like, oh, shit. They, they, could, they could have a superstar in their hand. This guy could have eight touchdowns in fantasy football this year. Like, I genuinely believe that. And I was, I was super surprised by that. Uh, Kyler Murray thing, man. I, look, we knew this was going to happen. It still didn't seem real. I, I, I can't. Like, who the fuck? At the beginning of the college football season, before uh, Kingsbury was hired, to uh to to coach in Arizona, no one on earth would have. I didn't even think Kyler Murray would get drafted. To be honest, I, I didn't either. Uh, and look, I didn't know what kind of player he was going to be. Baker Mayfield knew. He said right after he left last year, this guy will be win the Heisman Trophy, go number one in the draft, and break all my records. I thought it was a fucking joke, and especially when he signed that that deal for baseball. What did he get? Three point six million, close to four. That was good. Here here's where things get super interesting for me because you know whether or not you believe in a god or some something else something happened here in this fucking situation not only does this kid have to play lights out this year which he does uh ends up winning the heisman which he does um decides to 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 skip baseball and ask the the oakland ace he said look i will play baseball but i want you to raise that four to a 15 million you give me 15 million i will i will sign this baseball contract now and i will fucking play ball and that's it the, the Oakland A's in like the nth hour balked on it, assuming that he would go, you know, end of the first or second, third, who, who knows? Uh, not, only, not only did he not do that, but he goes number one. That contract's probably going to be what, 40, 45 million dollars? Uh, for a rookie contract, yeah, it's going to be something like that. For the I number mean, one shit. pick in the draft, right? And the yeah, only reason yeah. he's number one is because Arizona fires their coach. Picks up Cliff Kingsbury, who's been recruiting this kid for eight fucking years. This has been his dream kid since high school. And becomes coach of this team who's willing to trade the first-round draft pick that was a quarterback that they had last year in Josh Rosen. You need a million pieces to come together for this to happen. And it all did. And, you know, he, when he walked up onto the stage, it looked like we represent the lollipop land. Like, he's still so fucking tiny to me. I, I couldn't get over it. There was a meme going around of him standing on a stool with Roger Goodell. And, like, my wife, who's not, you know, she loves fantasy football, but she's not into the draft because she's like, dude, I don't, I don't know this fucking kid, right? Even yeah. she popped her head in and was just like, hey, man, is he like three foot eight? 
Like, is that the legal yeah. maximum, you know, minimum? I was for a worried. I was worried that the Goodell was just going to dunk on him. It looks like it, man. Uh, I mean, it was the, the, the size difference between the two of them, between Roger Goodell and the number one pick in the draft was astounding to me. And then yet here we are, man. Um, you know, they interviewed the dad. He seemed like a, a calm, collected, you know, ghost face killer that he had raised. And he was just like, yeah, man, I was expecting this. I was quarterback. He's quarterback. And this is great. Um, That's one thing about him that makes me think that uh, like he might actually be successful in the NFL is he seems completely unaffected by everything. Like when you watched him during uh, he didn't have a whole lot of failures during the uh during the uh, college season this past year, but right. what he did, he did, he just came back onto the field and started executing again. I feel like he's very mentally tough, and we we've seen small quarterbacks who are mentally tough, like Drew Brees, for example, Succeed, technically yeah. on paper. And, and he's only an inch taller, and then Doug Flutie is is short as fuck too. I mean, we've seen that happen before. I just don't believe that Kingsbury's system is going to work in the NFL. I think the outside linebackers are, and the defensive ends are too fast. I did too, man. And I think he's going to get lit up. And we saw it in that Alabama game. Remember the first half of that Alabama game against Oklahoma? Kyler Murray oh, yeah. got – I thought he was going to die on the field. I made a joke of it on Drinking Bro Sports on Facebook. Um, and if you don't belong there, go, go and join. We talk shit and give away free jerseys all the time, sign jerseys. And I made a joke that Kyler Murray just died. Like he looked like he had been killed in the second quarter and he was not returning. He did return yeah. and he looked pretty goddamn decent the second half. But a lot of those plays, man, he was sprinting for his life. And I think that's what it's going to be in the NFL. And I'm with you. I, I think a defense will pick up on them and bury that little fucker. But that's that's me. And that's the way I feel about uh, Baker Mayfield. And he's taller than Kyler Murray. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but uh, you know, what they say about uh Mayfield and Murray, despite their height, is that they can make all five throws. Yeah, technically they can, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know, uh, unless you have a tight end that's, you know, 6'4 in that range, like those over-the-top plays, that check down pass that's that's uh, against a, a 3-4 base defense, that's going to be a problem for you sometimes, guy. Yeah. Uh, if you're, uh, I, I just don't know... Uh, like there's there's those little intangible elements to the game where being a little bit taller gives you an advantage. I uh, I, I agree, and you know, know if he's if Cliff Kingsbury is trying to say that you know he's going to make the same throws as Pat Mahomes when he was coaching him at Texas Tech, brother, you've got another thing coming. Um, Pat Mahomes yeah. is on a different level and height wise, physicality, all of it. So it is what it is. We'll see what happens to Arizona. It'll, I, I can tell you this though, it'll be a fun team to watch. Um, it. Uh, I mean, if David Johnson plays like he played two or three years ago, it would be a super fun team to watch. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. The second pick in the draft was uh, no surprise there, Nick Bosa. Um, we called that, you know, the only thing I was surprised about was was his contrition afterwards uh, for all the Trump tweets that he made and deleted on uh, Twitter. Man, it sucks. You got drafted by San Francisco and it's super liberal and you have to come out and make a, a statement like that. You know, the day after you get drafted number two in the draft. Fuck you guys. I, I like Nick Bosa. He's a great dude. Not the brightest. If you've seen his interviews, he's uh, no, he, he's a he's a bro for sure. Yeah, he's he's a gronk in the making right there. Uh, look, the, that whole family is a gronk style family. And uh, I'm here for all of it because those guys are legends on the field Gronkowski and yeah. the Bosa's so uh, I'm here for all of their shenanigans I, I'm I'm super irritated by uh like he some his advisor probably told him to do that but if it were me 
I'd be like, look, man, you can go fuck your, I'm the best defensive player in this draft. He He's a fucking likely future Hall of Famer if he stays healthy just based on his physical talent. Uh, San Francisco, you can go fuck yourself. Like, I'm, you know me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about politics at all. Couldn't care less. Uh, and I'll never openly support any candidate over another. I just don't believe in that shit. But uh, if I had and the team, because of their geographic location and the fucking affinity groups that live in those areas were like had a problem with I did it, but like that's fine. Fucking send me to somewhere else, bro. Yeah, and you know the first one who, who fired up her her Twitter fingers was uh, Jamil Hill, who got fired from ESPN. She goes, oh, "I love my 49ers, but I'm so disappointed in this pick." Fuck you. There's a reason why you got fired from ESPN. Uh, you don't pass on this kid, and none of those tweets were that fucking bad. What he, he called Kaepernick a clown. Uh, and the other thing too that I want I want to address is you know Trump tweeted out congratulations to Nick Bosa, and there was a bunch of people online who tried to make it a racial thing of like you congratulated the. Or congratulated the number two pick who was white, but not the number one pick who was black. Race doesn't have anything to do with it, man. All these people were coming down on Bosa for supporting the president of the United States. Get get fucked, you know? All he was thanking him was for his support. It had nothing to do with race. Don't tie it in any fucking categories. The media is the one who made it about race, and they made it about, you know, supporting our president. So everybody can get fucked on that statement. I don't, I don't buy into it. No, that's really stupid. I mean, first of all, isn't isn't Bosa like a Czech name or something like that? It's not like he's from fucking Western Europe or some shit. Uh, but anyway, yeah, who gives a shit? he's uh, he's not a you know he's not a Remy. Um, by the way, R.I.P. No. R.I.P. to uh, Singleton, dude, John Singleton. That sucks. Um, who who directed Higher Learning? Uh, he just passed yep. away today. But uh, Remy, he's not a Remy, yeah, I, dude. I saw I saw Rappaport make a fucking post about that. He he was. They were good friends, apparently. Yeah, he did. A, he did a few movies for him, man. Um, you know, he was again. He's been on this show. He's been on Ross Patterson Revolution. I like Rappaport. I, I don't support his political <laughs> beliefs, but uh, him as a person, he's a good dude. In real life, he doesn't really talk that much shit about politics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was sad to see that uh, uh, that he that he passed away. But uh, yeah, number three here was uh, Quinn and Williams, uh, Alabama. No surprise there. I I almost nope. thought you know it's a coin toss between him and Bosa for the best players in the draft overall. So the, the yeah. Jets, man, uh, this is exactly who we said they would pick. And I said if they got him, they would be trouble next year. And I think they are, man. I think the Jets are going to be trouble with... Uh, they shored up their defense. They picked up a bunch of free agents. Uh, this is a great, great choice here at two or at three. Yeah, it is. Um, now four is where I've got issues. This was your boy, Cleland Farrell. Uh, I liked him as well. But at the end of the first round, not reaching it Four. Like he would have been there at the end of the uh, the first round, I believe. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Gruden is a hard headed guy. I, everybody knows that. Um, I'm I'm surprised that he took uh, Farrell right here. I don't know if he didn't think he would still be around at at uh, their next pick, which was 24. Uh, so that is kind of far down the list. Um, but there were only. Uh, the only other defensive end taken, I think, after him was uh, Rashawn Gary from Michigan. After that, um, so I don't think uh, I don't think Farrell was coming off the board, anyways. Yeah, well, look, Montez Sweat um, was there and uh, L.J. Collier, but like you know, I, yes, he would have been there at twenty-four. Montez Sweat and L.J. Collier went after him. So, man, I I just think that's a reach. That I don't know what the fuck they're doing there. I, I just have a hard time with his team. 
Um, I saw Mel Kuyper after the draft actually pick them to go to the playoffs and, and say fuck you to the haters and start chucking it to uh, to homeboy. Look, they got jo- Josh Jacobs at the end of the first, that running back out of Alabama. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's a good pick. I, I, yeah, I think he could have a, a fine career, but uh, this this one was a reach for me up here. Uh, he could have gone gone with somebody else here. Next up, Devin White out of LSU, inside linebacker. Uh, I'm fine with that at number five. Uh, Daniel Jones at six for the Giants. Are the Giants the new Cleveland Browns? Yes or no? Oh man! Uh, after this pick, man, I gotta say yes. Look, I, you and I have watched Daniel Jones play football. He's uh, terrible, man. All those games I are on tell here in you, North Carolina. I didn't see like Clem, Clemson in the in the ACC has a great defense. I think they were the second best defense in the nation last year, right? Or the, they were the best, or, or Mich- they were right Michigan, behind Michigan. One I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played one like super good defense this year, and then they played the ACC. Uh, and the ACC defensively has never ever been on the map ever. Uh, and he still sucked against them. I mean, he like his. I don't fucking get this, dude. I don't either. He was a, a zero star fucking recruit. I believe somebody referred to him as. Yeah, and you know, look again. Living in North Carolina, all of these North Carolina and Duke games are televised. So, so it was like Wake Forest, right? And it's on free, and it's always on. And they they knock off the other games because they're the local team, and you're you're kind of forced into watching watching it if you want to. Um, I watched him play against Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a, a, a terrible football team, and they're a D two team. Yeah, it, it the score was Wake Forest forty five. Duke had like seven or six or seven points. Daniel Jones, if memory serves me correct, only threw for like one hundred and forty five yards in that game against Wake Forest, who is abysmal. I don't know what you saw, and that was that, I believe that was like the last regular season game for them. I don't think they made a bowl game, but I could be wrong, Duke. Uh, if you're watching that as a scout, and that was the last game you saw of him, what made you draft him at six? I thought for sure uh, Haskins was going, and so did everybody else and their mother. Same, same. And Haskins thought that too, as a matter of fact. Yeah, uh, he was pissed uh, off. Pissed. What, what did he say? The league, the league done messed the up. The league or some done shit like messed that? up. Um, and we, we had some, I posted that quote on our, uh, our, on our Facebook page and we had some people say, man, I don't, I don't know if Haskins is that good. Maybe not. We, we don't know. Ta- he threw, he threw, he threw 50, 48 fucking yeah, touchdowns, he threw, right? he threw 50 touchdowns last year, but, but here's the thing. Even if you disagree on whether or not he's going to be great in the NFL, one thing is for certain, he was the greatest quarterback in this draft and he should have gone first. So man, the, the Redskins, remember we had, we had talked about a, a, a weird dreamlike scenario vanilla sky where he fell all the way down to the redskins and it was a steal and no way shape or form did i think that was actually going to happen and it did um, we talked about yeah. that on the last show so i me personally I, I think the browns have completely turned their organization around the the giants have gone straight into the ground the owner couldn't even name what conference daniel jones played in after he got picked <laughs> I mean, it was, it was Christ, crazy, dude. Come dude. On. Crazy. So, yeah, I think the Giants are the new Browns. And if you're a Giants fan, that sucks to hear, man, because you probably have the best young running back in the league in Saquon Barkley, but you've got nothing to go with that kid. That's just a, a heaping yeah. pile of shit. And a 38, 39-year-old Eli Manning, good luck, man. If I, if I were them, I'd almost sit out Barkley half the season and try to keep I, him fresh. I really, 
Yeah, no shit. He may, he may get shut down week twelve, week thirteen. I I like uh, watching the fan reaction videos. The best. I've been watching those all week. Ah, the the uh, Giants here's, fans. Here's what I really I want to see Saquon Barkley's reaction video when they fucking drafted this guy. Yeah, boy. I, I you know he probably is he is he like motherfucker. I'm just gonna smoke weed. Fuck this. I, like, what's the point? I would at that point, man. I mean, either that or make a. Make a goddamn audio tape of you, you know, talking about beating your kid, you know, so you can get out there of playing is. for a year. Tyreek Hill, RIP, man. Mahomes gets the cover of Madden, and then five, I think it was eight minutes after the cover was released, <laughs> they released that audio of Tyreek Hill. The curse is real, folks. Yeah. The Madden curse is real. Uh, next up, we got Josh Allen uh, going to Jack- Jacksonville. It's uh, from out of Kentucky. Uh, that's a great pick. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, the tight end from Iowa, kids of. I thought that was a really good stud, pick. That Hawkinson man. pick is, yeah. He, I think you and I talked about this in the last show, but uh, if you're the Lions and you can pick up one good or like one great player on your defense, which is kind of subpar, how much difference is that going to make versus bringing on another guy for Stafford to throw to and make your offense really good? Uh, they're not going to shut down any teams on defense. So you may as well stack that offense. And Hawkinson was definitely the best tight end of this draft. Yeah, and look, you know, I love that carry on Johnson kid in the backfield. Um, you got Matt Stafford. You got Kenny Galladay. Uh, now you have Hawkinson. Yeah. Like you've got some weapons now to to fuck shit up. So I love that pick by uh, Detroit. I, I yep. man, I would love to to see them have a good year just once. Uh, that'd be a great thing to see in my lifetime. Yeah, I think uh, I mean the Packers are going to suck this year probably. Um, so you got to depend on Minnesota and Detroit to keep that whole fucking division alive. Really? Yeah, weird man. We'll get to the Packers in a second, but they're, they're a weird team right now. Uh, Ed Oliver yep. went went number nine to the Bills. Uh, that was a good choice. Again, the only thing we don't know is is uh, those Houston defenses that he was playing at in college. We'll see. But everybody else and their their mother loves him. Uh, full disclosure, you know, it's not like we were watching that many Houston Cougars games. Uh, number 10 went to Devin Bush. Devin Bush, man, great fucking player. I, I understand why the Steelers traded up for him, and uh, I think this is a big boy pickup. Uh, we had to face that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He, he, is a, he's, he might be the best linebacker in the draft. Uh, between him and Devin White, I, I don't know. I don't know who's the better about we've we've we saw uh Devin white play in uh person he was he was very very good but really fucking good um, i look this Devin bush De- kid, Devin bush is a fucking stud yeah man. he's he's great and look i prayers up to uh uh ryan shazier hopefully he can come back uh as well i know yep. he wants to play i know it seems like it's out of the possibility now but he is walking he is working out uh yeah, yeah. nothing would make me happier to see him line up with uh Devin bush back there for the steelers um because we went to it well, we went to a steelers I, game man. that's a fun town it's a fun fun ballpark oh yeah 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 it's a it's a great great place to watch football um this this kind of brings up one of the um one of the very interesting things going on in sports this week so uh vegas is saying that the browns will not make the playoffs this year i know man Um, i i read that and you know they're over under for wins i think was 10 and a half on my bookie it's yeah, they're they're expecting like ESPN called it uh, eleven and five or eleven and five season. That's what they think they're going to get. And they they think that they're going to go eleven and five and not make the playoffs. Here's my problem with that: they're presuming that the Ravens are going to repeat their magic season from. And it wasn't that great of a not season. Not going to happen. I'm with you. But, yeah, but they they have. I mean, that quarterback is retarded. Like, there's no way there's longevity there. And then they lost their leading tackler, C.J. Mosley. 
So, I mean, they depended on their defense. They lost their best defensive player this year. And then you're talking about Pittsburgh, who went 9-6-1 and last year. And what did they really do to improve? Yeah, they beefed up their defense, but their defense is already sixth in the league, and they still only went 9-6-1. and league, uh, and, one. and they don't have a second receiver after Smith-Schuster, really. Like right. somebody might step up, like Connor did last year, but you don't know that's going to happen. So no, Roethlisberger now you're, now you're gonna, years old too. Um, at yeah. some point, he's so you're telling he's got to be slowing down. He's got to be, and you're and you're telling me that the the team of Mayfield, who's proven he can play in the NFL now. I mean, he may have a sophomore slump, but he's definitely proven he can play. You have Nick Chubb, you have Jarvis Landry, you have fucking OBJ and Joku all in their fucking offense. I mean, come on, man. They're gonna if they're gonna win eleven games in that division, they're making the fucking playoffs. So go to my bookie right now and fucking I would bet the over on the ten wins, ten and a half wins, yeah. and I would bet I would bet that Cleveland's gonna make the playoffs. You're gonna get great odds right now, and those odds are gonna change sometime soon i guarantee well you right that. right when the season starts right now. yeah is, is, is when those those odds are going to swing drastically I, I i'm in on the browns this year i'm all in uh to me it's the most exciting team in football and i i love their draft man i, I was a big fan of greedy williams huge fan and i thought he should have gone in the first round uh but he, di- yep, but he didn't same. and uh the browns have done everything right the last I don't know, six months, man. And it's it's been hilarious to watch because I never thought it would happen. I thought the Browns would be the Browns. But uh, whoever's making decisions now, man, I'm, I'm a fan. So I, I, I think the over on the Browns is, uh, is likely. I've got them, I'm, I've got them at 11 wins. And I'm with you. I, I don't think Baltimore is that great. Uh, Pittsburgh is rebuilding. And, you know, you got OBJ and uh, fucking Landry and those guys, man. It's a brutal team you're going up against now. Seriously. OBJ and Kareem Landry. Hunt. You got Nick Chubb in the backfield and Kareem Hunt. I mean, what the fuck, dude? No, it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's I, I, a, I don't know. It's a, I don't it's see a video it. game. Um, you know, and his sophomore slump might be postponed due to the fact that you can just throw it up in the air, 500 style to OBJ and, and call it a day. So we'll see what happens with Mayfield. But uh, they're, they're making all the right moves. Um, you know, yep. uh, I don't know that Green Bay is at 12 here. They picked Rashawn Gary. Ugh. I'm not even going to go into the Bungles who picked Jonah Williams at 11. I don't know why you didn't take Haskins there that would have put asses in the seats and got got rid of your Andy Dalton problem but uh the bungles will be the bungles yep uh Rashawn Gary at 12 that's fine I guess for for Green Bay but man you need a lot of other pieces that 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 honestly makes me think they're trying to push uh Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay like how do you not go get your fucking star quarterback an offensive weapon when he has one guy to throw to right now that's a proven fucking guy. It's crazy. I mean, they, they have no, they have no one in the backfield. They have one receiver that most people believe pound for pound. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, success doesn't really prove that out because he hasn't played on any good teams ever. Really, I mean, he's played on some pretty pretty good teams. He's never played on a great team. Um, how do you, as an organization, not go out and fucking do something for this guy? I would be furious if, the, if I was him right now. Yeah, man, I, I I don't know what the deal is. I really don't. Um, I have no answers for for Green Bay Packers fans. I think they're going to have a you know another nine and seven season, and uh, and that's going to be about it. Maybe ten and six if Rodgers can carry that team on his back again. But we'll see um, if he's got you know another miracle season left in him. At thirteen, oh hey, we got some. Uh, just a sec, we got some breaking ooh. news here. It looks like uh, it looks like Josh Gordon has signed with the Patriots again. You're kidding. 
Is that nope. real? Wow. I <sighs> I just saw it on ESPN. I'm trying to find the uh the, the, the story about it. Yeah, hang on a sec. That's uh man, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, look, very, very they're the only ones who know what happened to him. I assume that he flunked the drug test and then got out of the league, you know, and that was it. Uh yeah. I don't know the answer for this. Yeah. He he's he's uh he signed a restricted free agent tender for a return to the Patriots if he plays in 2019. I'm assuming they said if because they're trying to figure out this drug sitch here uh, or whatever yeah. the fuck it was he left the team for. Um well they they must have some reason to believe he can get out of it. Otherwise they wouldn't have even bothered with that, I imagine. I imagine so too. We'll see. I know Goodell's a big fan of him and he's tried, but I mean, dude, you, you can only flunk ninety drug tests before you're probably thrown out of the <laughs> no league. Shit. So uh <laughs> I mean good on you, I guess. But either way, they got uh yeah. uh Nikhil Henry um out of Arizona State. So I, I think the Patriots will be just fine at the end of the day, with or without Josh Gordon. Uh now thirteen, pick thirteen really grinded my gears with Christian Wilkins. Man, oh man, I wanted him to go to the Falcons so bad. I wanted that yeah. motherfucker so goddamn bad. And we, you and I were on the phone when this happened. Both of us were like, no. And then I said to you, I said, man, the, the only reason they're not drafting Haskins here is they've got to be trading for Rosen on day two. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, and, and look, I, looking at what the Dolphins did now, in hindsight, because again, it's 2020, um, the Dolphins had a great draft, man. If you can trade for Rosen for yeah. virtually nothing, get Christian Wilkins, a leader of a defense who's going to be a leader of a defense for many years to come, it's a brilliant move, man. Um, so kudos to the Dolphins, as pissed as I am about it. It's a great move, man. And I did hear through the grapevine that this, the that Wilkins was the, the top player for the Falcons. Did you just sneeze into the microphone, Dan? I sneezed over my shoulder, but it's it probably made its way in there. It was a pretty, that was a pretty, pretty aggressive, aggressive sneeze. sneeze. Um, Fal- I'm known. I'm known for my aggressive sneeze. You are. You are. Uh, and then yeah. the Falcons drafted Chris Lindstrom, the offensive guard at a Boston College at pick 14. I was so excited about that. I I, I tried to suck my own dick. Um, that's how unexcited I was about that pick. The air. Was <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I hear you. I I I understand. Wilkinson would have been a better pickup, especially after most of the Falcons' defense spent all of last year in the hospital, yeah. but. Uh, you know, keeping uh, keeping your quarterback upright seems to be an important part of football. So, this guy was the best offensive guard slash tackle in the fucking draft. It does, man. But sense. I'll call him like I see him. This is my favorite team, and this is like walking into an ice cream store. And you know, when right when they're going to tell you all the flavors, you just go, "Nope, I'll take vanilla." You know, like, yeah. Oh, you don't want to hear what else we have? Nope, I'll take fucking vanilla. And that's this guy. Um, but yeah, I, look, I agree with you. I think, you know, Ryan got, what, sacked 48 times or something crazy last year. They got to keep him upright. It's fine, and I yeah. know this kid is great, and I'm sure he'll be an amazing offensive guard. I just, It's just such a snooze pick, especially when my dream guy went the, literally the pick before. This reminded me of a fantasy football draft where I was like, oh, that's the guy, and then just ripped from my clutches. All of yeah. my pearls. No, I get it. Were ripped. I get it. Wilkins is a, he, he's a, a very dynamic player. I mean, he's 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 probably he's probably going to be around for ten years. That guy. Yeah, and look, I pr- probably uh, Chris Lindstrom will as well, man. I mean, he's one of those dudes, you know, just a big honky. Um, 
pushing yeah. people around. He'll be there. Uh, at 15, Dwayne Haskins. This was an absolute steal and dream for the Redskins that even them, there's no way they envision this happening. Um, congrats to the Redskins. The sad part is he plays for the Redskins, and he'll probably break both of his legs um, in an hour. Yes. So Sign, sign yeah, that contract. Uh, I think we should have uh, – it's kind of too late to do it now because of all the shit going on in Kansas City right now, but I would like to do some kind of prop bet at some point to see who's going to get hit first by which curse. Is it going to be the Drake curse or the Redskins quarterback curse or the fucking Madden cover curse that strikes first in 2020? Wow, we, we lost that one because it was the Madden curse. I mean, Jesus Christ. In 2019, yeah, let's do 2020 next year. Uh, we'll we'll do that. We'll see who gets fucked over first. Exactly. And if you guys can think of any, if you guys can think of any other popular base or uh, sports curses out there that we might run into, put it in the group, and we'll fucking come up with a prop bet for next year. Which one's going to strike first? For sure, for sure. Uh, after Haskins was Brian Burns from Florida State. He went to Carolina. That pick is fine. Dexter Lawrence uh, went to from Clemson. Went to the Giants, who had, who had another pick up there. I like the Dexter Lawrence pick. He was great. I I, I feel like he should have gone way higher. I, than I, that, I, but, I know, thought whatever. after Wilkins didn't go to the Falcons, I thought the Falcons would have swooped in and taken Lawrence. They didn't. This pick isn't bad for the Giants, but you know, again, for what you have nothing really going on your team anymore except for Saquon Barkley. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, the center out of uh, NC State, was at eighteen to the Minnesota Vikings. That's fine. Jeffrey Simmons. That's an. That's another pick where they just want to fucking. They feel like they've got the the weapons already. They're just trying to keep people upright at this. And point. I agree, man. I, I think they do in in Minnesota. Um, so I, yeah. that, that pick is fine. Jeffrey Simmons, strange pick for me, especially the draft was in Nashville. Everybody's hyped up, and then you pick a guy with a torn ACL who's not going to play for you this year. That's a weird one, man. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not. It's kind of weird. I'm yeah. not sure. Like everybody wanted to be excited in Nashville. By the way, that crowd was hyped fucking 150,000 streets were flooded everybody's going bug fuck and then they pick the guy with a torn acl who's not even going to play next year uh strange strange one for me next up you gotta wonder if he if he would have gone in the first round at all if they hadn't picked him i don't think he would have i think he would have gone maybe end of maybe to the rams or somebody like end of this round you know a team that's stacked and that doesn't have to worry about it but not this soon yeah that's gonna fuck over the titans uh, Noah Fant, uh went to Denver Broncos, man. The Broncos, Elway, eating apples through that chain link fence. Um, they <laughs> Look, they surprised me here because we said that they would trade up and get Drew Locke at 10. They did not. They ended up trading their pick, yeah. knowing something we didn't. Um, Elway, man, must have been snacking, snacking, because uh, they got Drew Locke. In the second round, which was a steal, and then they they ha- they got Noah Font in that trade, which you know another great tight end out of Iowa. Man, the yep. the Broncos did exactly what they should that, have done. Man, that was that was a very very disciplined pick that they yeah. made. I'm proud of him. You know, I was I had a dream the other night that uh, it was a couple years ago, and Elway was getting inducted in the Hall of Fame, and. Uh, he gave a speech and then he said, uh, you know, he's like, hey, I just wanted to thank everybody that's helped me along the way, my coaches, my teammates, uh, general managers, and now my staff with the Denver Broncos. But most importantly, I want to thank my family. And you look out into the crowd and his mom stands up and then right beside her is a horse who's his dad because that's what his fucking teeth look like. <laughs> his dentist was there too, the guy who did his veneers. 
<laughs> and that was a nice surprise. And then the guy, the guy who replaces the chain link fence once he chews through it, is also yeah, there. yeah. The fence guy was there. Um, <laughs> and then some guy with a bucket of apples. Yeah, yeah. Just getting ready to refeed, <laughs> feed him in there to hold Elway. Uh, but they did because you great. don't want to fucking you don't you don't want to catch Elway without apples. He he gets fucking furious. No. He's killed thousands of people. Once those veneers scrape against that metal gate, dude, it's lights out. Just drop the apple and go, my man. <laughs> Watch out for your hand. Watch out for your keep your hand, hand. flat. You got to keep your keep your hand flat. You'll lose a finger. Flat yeah. and tight, dude. Keep all eyes on on Elway and let him have eyes on you. Let him get that apple and get the fuck out of there, dude. Protect your digits, brother. Um, next up, uh, Darnell Savage Jr., the safety from Maryland for Green Bay. All right, great, good for you, man. You're you're trying to to still not give uh, Aaron Rodgers any weapons. A running back probably would have been my suggestion there, but. God, something, man. What the own. fuck? I don't believe Aaron Jones is that dude. This is where you should have gone up and maybe gotten Josh Jacobs if you were going to try to help him out for real. Uh, he was right there. Uh, like Again, that makes me think that something's going on with Rodgers, like he wants to fucking leave or something. I know he just signed an extension, but like how there's it doesn't make any sense to me that they beefed up the defense and didn't do shit for him on offense. No, no, it's strange, man. Uh, offensive tackle, Andre Dillard to uh, the Eagles. Eagles, man, they've made all the right moves this season. I've got them as a playoff team, and I think they, they got a shot to get back to the Super Bowl if, if Wentz stays healthy. Uh, Houston, Titus Howard, offensive tackle out of Alabama State. Don't know what their competition is like, but I know the SEC plays them every single week in Division II. Um, good luck. I, I don't know anything about Titus Howard. Never got to see Alabama State play. Uh, oh, that's right, because they're in Division Two, and only the SEC plays them. <laughs> Josh Jacobs ended up going to the Raiders at twenty-four, and then this was our. I thought that was a good I, pick I did too. And and you know this was our pick too on the show. Twenty-five was uh, Marquise Brown to Oklahoma, the wide receiver Hollywood Brown. Both both you and I called that, and uh, you know, look, they're trying to give homeboy some weapons, so they must they must believe in him. So we'll see what happens. Lamar Jackson. Oh, that uh, that pick, that uh, ooh, that Josh Jacobs pick is actually um, bringing up two more pieces of breaking news here. Really? Uh, one, yeah, one is that Marshawn Lynch is retiring. Yeah, yeah, um, th- that that I figured, man. I mean, he was what 32, 33. Yeah. I don't think they want to pick up. Yeah, no surprise yeah. there. <clears throat> the other, the other piece of breaking news is Sebastian Janikowski who. Man, he's had a long and storied career Sabo. after some, like just some some problems in college. Like he kicked well in college, but he also did a bunch of GHB. Apparently, yeah, he did at, at Florida um, State. Yeah. So, yeah, for those of you that don't know, you can do uh, GHB, which is a date rape jug, recreationally. Yeah. I may or may not have done that frequently. Yeah, we um, all we've all dabbled. Um, it's it's terrible a it's a great you. time, but he had a great career. Yeah, it's bad, really bad. He for did, body, and, yeah, and he he had a great. He career. was one of the first kickers that I remember being on the cover of Sports Illustrated and also drafted in the first yep. round. And he actually lived up to it. He played for 19 seasons and was probably, I'll say probably, because I, I don't know the you know they don't they don't take too many kickers in the Hall of Fame, but I would say you got to consider him, and then most definitely Vinatieri's in. Um, but those two guys were fucking animals. Yeah, for so sure. That, that ended up being a great pick. Years and years and years ago that they made fun of, but uh, good on J- Janikowski. Seabass, Seabass is uh, is retiring. Enjoy the off season. I'm sure he's doing uh, Molly mixed with promethazine right now as we speak somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah, well, good for him, man. He's on he's on he's on the lean now 
pretty much forever for the rest of his yeah, life. I'm proud yeah. of him. They said, because uh, I looked up his salary, man. They said he cleared about $38 million in his career. So good for him, man. That's a fucking yeah, baller-ass bank account for a kicker, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, next up, Mon- that next, Montez uh, Sweat I'm sorry, at uh, the Redskins. Uh, look. That's a great, great pick. pick, man. Uh, Redskins had a really good draft. Uh, all of these players fell to them somehow. Um, I had Montez Sweat going higher. He was still on the board. Oh, I, yeah. Look, I don't know if it's the Redskins drafting grade or these, these great players were just still on the board somehow. Um, but, yeah, uh, they got him. Raiders go with uh, Jonathan Abram at 27. Um, That's another great pick, by the way. That's the best defensive back in the fucking draft. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. they got – Clellan Farrell and our uh, Clellan Farrell and Jonathan Abram and Josh Jacobs. It's not a bad first round. Look, a lot of a lot of I, Mel Kuyper Jr. and those guys swear that the Raiders are going to the playoffs this year and that last year was a fluke and Antonio Brown and, and Carr is going to yeah. be amazing. So, look, I I could have shit on the Raiders prematurely, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, it's not the. I, I think the Raiders and in, in general will be fine. I just don't think. Like, there were so many other people other than Farrell they could have taken with the four pick, like any of the fucking dudes that play defensive tackle that we, or defensive end that we've listed so far that that are that seem better than him, but maybe it's a question of the system they're planning on running. I don't know yet. Who yeah. knows? Uh, Giants, DeAndre Baker um, at 30. Uh, Jerry Tillery went to tw- 28 to, to the fucking Chargers. We said they would take somebody from defense. They did. Snooze fest. LJ Collier uh, went to the Seahawks. Snoozy, Snoozy McDaniels. Uh, RIP to Doug Baldwin. It look, doesn't look like he's going to be able to to make it back. But they were able to get DK Metcalf in the in the second round. So as much as it pains me to say, uh, it's a great pickup for for Seattle. I think, and uh, ugh, they'll probably be in contention again, even though I hate watching them play. Um, DeAndre Baker, great pick for the Giants. There, um, still need a lot of help. Yep. Still need a lot of help, but DeAndre Baker is going to be great. Caleb McGarry from Washington, the offensive tackle at Washington for the Falcons at 31. That was a fucking reach. I thought that was a bad pickup for me personally. Um, I think you could have got him. He, he grades out at 76. Yeah, I think they could have got him in, in the third. Probably the late yeah, second late round. second, third. I don't know. I, look, man, I'm not a big fan of, the, of, of what the Falcons did this draft. I would probably give them a B minus overall. And then Nikhil Harry from uh, Arizona State, the wide receiver, is a beast. Dude, fantasy yeah, he's, fantasy uh, sleeper for me. I'm going with eight touchdowns in fantasy. I think um, I think he's the the big play threat that they're missing right now. And uh, you know, I, look if Josh Gordon even plays, congratulations. Then you got the two of those guys. It's going to be awesome. But uh, even yeah. if he doesn't, man, well, he's six two. He, he's big for a receiver. I mean, yeah. not height wise. He's six two. That he, six two is pretty average for a receiver. Six foot to six three, but he's two hundred thirty pounds, which is not average for a wideout um and his every, everything about his play in college says that he's a fucking 50 50 ball guy uh like the size speed combination is very similar to although he doesn't play tight end it's a very similar to a gronkowski gronkowski style uh profile a guy you can throw the ball up in the air to and he'll go get it a guy who can muscle other guys off the ball and stuff like that so Maybe that's why they didn't go because a lot of people are hammering the Patriots for not doing enough in this draft to address their tight end issue. Maybe that's why they're not really concerned about it because of the way this guy Maybe. plays. Maybe uh, two surprises for me, and then I'll, we'll get to your biggest surprises. Uh, Rakia Sin um, from Temple. I had him going in the first round. Juwan Taylor, man, from Florida. I had him going in the first round as well. They slid to the second. 
the Colts and uh, the Jaguars, respectively, got steals there. So, so good for them. Colts had a great draft, and they're going to have a really good goddamn team next year, man. Um, if if Andrew Luck stays healthy, who is who is the and then Greedy Williams, dude, at fucking to the Browns at number forty six. I had him in the first round. I had Greedy Williams in the first round. I don't know how the Browns got him in the second, but man, is that Browns team sexy? Uh, yeah, they got lucky. Who, who is the 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 most surprising pick to you in this draft? Besides, out, out of the um, first round, out of out of the first round, definitely the most surprising pick was uh, Daniel Jones. Um, but aside from that, I agree with you, Greedy Williams. I thought he was going to be a first round pick. Uh, I thought Drew Locke would be in the first round too. I did to be too, honest. man, because um, there was a lack of quarterbacks, and I thought I thought all three yeah. of them would have been taken. I had the over under on my bookie; yeah. it was uh, two and a half in the first round, and uh, I had the over on that and lost yep. because of that. And I also thought DK Metcalf would go in the late first round somewhere just because Same. Uh, I thought more I thought more receivers would be taken. And then the other thing that surprised me, and it may explain that uh, Farrell pick at four, uh, it looks like John Gruden just called uh, the Clemson defensive coordinators like, hey, can I just draft all your guys? Because he drafted fucking – how many players did they draft from Clemson? I get it, man. Watching them uh, play last see, one, year, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. He dra- he drafted uh, Farrell and Trayvon Mullen, who was uh, one of the yeah, better Yeah, same with those Michigan kids, backs. dude, with uh, you know, Bush and, and, and Gary. Like, I, I understand it, man. Michigan's defense was great, too. Yeah, DK Metcalf yeah. went at the end of the second round, the last pick of the second round. That, that one was surprising to me. And then the other one was, uh, look, I had Mike Weber Jr. out of Ohio State, and this is not a homer pick. He rushed for 1,000 yards, and he was a hard fucking runner. Reminds me of Ezekiel Elliott, probably because he, he played with Ezekiel Elliott. That was his mentor. Uh, didn't end up going until like the sixth round, and ironically, he got drafted by the Cowboys to be the backup of Ezekiel Elliott. So, yeah. um, I, I look, I saw that kid play every fucking down he played in college, man, and he's great. Um, him and Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell went where I thought he should have in the second, but I, I had Mike Weber in the third, man, somewhere up there. Or, you know, again, you're, you're short yeah, yeah. on running backs, like. Somebody drafted. Up I, for him. I I thought Paris, I thought Paris Campbell would go early in the second round. I didn't think he was going to go like like three quarters of the way down the board. No, and he and he went to the round, Colts. But, I mean, God, what a great draft for the Colts, man! They're going to be a fun team. Oh, to watch. they fucking they're they're the only team that got an A grade from from uh, Mel Kiper. So uh, and I, you know, honestly, they're probably. Uh, they're probably the sleeper team for this year. If you want to, if you can call them a sleeper, I would, team. man. If you're uh, if you're going to pick a sleeper team at mybookie.com to put in the Super Bowl, I, dude, I'm going to throw some money on it for sure, man. Uh, on the Colts, um, I don't look. Everybody's betting on the Browns, so I'm probably going to shy away from that one. But if you're looking for somebody under the radar with big odds, I would say the Colts, man. It's going to be a fun team to watch, and uh, if if Brady's age is declining. Steelers are, you know, obviously in rebuild mode, and we'll see what happens with the Browns if they can put all the pieces together. That's a sexy yeah. pick, man. If you're going to bet now on who's going to be in the it Super is. Bowl next year, I'm, I'm going to throw and some I'll tell, ducats I'll, on it. I'll tell you what: having watched Paris Campbell all year in person uh, and you know on television as well, he might be the next Tyreek Hill in the NFL. He's his his lateral speed across the field 
is fucking crazy. That dude is so goddamn fast. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, and I don't hi- he, he he runs those same style routes too, and he's they're they're primarily going to be lining him up in the slot. It seems based on some of the reports I've been yep. reading. So he's going to be fucking running all over the goddamn Picture place. Picture Percy Harvin, and you've got Andrew Luck throwing to him. Like yeah. that's going to be a fun team, man. I'm I, I'm I'm looking forward to watching some Colts games next year. I like Indianapolis, man. I went there for the Big Ten uh, championship this year. That's a fun city too, man. We got a bunch of people who listen to the show up there, D'Anthony. Yeah, we're actually going to go hook up with uh, with uh, one of your other favorite podcasters soon. Yeah, there. Pat McAfee. So we've been we've been in talks with yeah. him, and uh, we're we're going to be on the show soon, and vice versa. And we're looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to next week, D'Anthony. We're going to have some answers in the NBA and the NHL. This was an awesome show, man. I, this was what a great week of sports. I enjoyed all of it except for that Vegas Golden Knights call. Uh, bet with us or against yeah. us on mybookie.com now. Again, any deposit from 100 all the way to 3,000 automatically doubles. Bet the Colts. For D'Anthony D'Anthony, I got murder on my mind. Holloway, I am Ross Patterson. We're the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.